to be the man of the house at a very young age. And so it was my sister in the household and my mother and my grandmother. So I'm the only, you know, male figure in the household. So it was like, I always felt like I had this certain type of responsibility, you know, and then given the size I had, uh, athletic ability, it was like, all right, you know, let's try to make something happen with it. Welcome back to another episode of The Burn. I am Ben Newman, and today we're coming to you with Armand Watts in a very special location. This is where I get after it every single morning. So, so many of you, you hear about those unrequired workouts, you see those unrequired workouts, the push, the, the, the mental struggle that you go through in order to reach your highest level of potential that I always talk about. Armand is an individual who exemplifies exactly what that means. Now, pretty unique the way that we actually met. Armand's brother, Derek, is actually Isaac's basketball coach. So when he figured out and understood a little bit of what I did, and then he shared that his brother was playing up with the Minnesota Vikings in his first year with the league, and I've done work with the Vikings since 2009 with their front office and now with players on the team, it was kind of this natural fit, plus being St. Louis <laughs> yeah, guys. Crazy. St. Louis guys always stay together. And he started to tell me about his brother, and then Armand and I got on the phone. And I'll never forget I'll never forget, I was actually at Alabama, which was kind of an interesting place for me to be taking that yeah. first phone call, because you used to get after it playing at yeah. Arkansas. Yeah. So tell us a little bit of your journey, starting in St. Louis. I know you played a little bit of soccer and basketball growing up. Those were some of the early passions. Yeah. But where does that burn, that fire to compete, to go to an Arkansas, to make it to Minnesota, where did that come from for you? Uh, for me, it was like, I felt like I always had a gift, but I didn't know what it was. Like... I was always the biggest kid, like, I had major growth spurts, and my mom was always like, you know, it's, it's for a reason, like, you're just not this big for anything, you know? So, uh, you know, she always said I was special, you know, I never knew what it was, because for me it was basketball that I thought was going to be my gift. And then uh, I got to CBC, I played my uh, freshman year, that was my first time actually playing football in a game-like scenario. So um, I played, you know, I liked it here and there. I almost quit, actually. My, um, was it my sophomore, junior year, I told my mom, I think I'm just focused on basketball. Like, I feel like that's where I want to make it. But uh, she told me, like, there's no way. <laughs> she shut it all the way down, like, that's not happening. Was it because of your size? Was it yeah, because like, of... She thought <clears throat> she thought football was what was going to be my calling. Like, you know, she didn't want me to give up on it and... Uh, you know, I took her advice, you know, I stuck with it. Um, and then, like, the next year, everything just blew up. Like, I got to play varsity my uh, junior year, uh, produced a lot, and then um, the dice just started rolling. And so what was it like internally, like, when you made that choice? So your mom says that, but then at the end of the day, we all make our own choices. Yeah. So what, what did you think about the kind of put you, because so many people watch this, whether they're in business mm -hmm. or in sports, and they're looking for that way to get over the hump. Like, what mm -hmm. was it for you where you said, all right, I'm just choosing to go all in? For me, it was, I had to be the man of the house at a very young age. And so it was my sister in the household and my mother and my grandmother. So I'm the only, you know, male figure in the household. So it was like, I always felt like I had this certain type of responsibility, you know, and then given the size I had, uh, athletic ability, it was like, all right, you know, let's try to make something happen with it. But uh, just seeing what it could lead to me being able to provide for them and help them out and them look up to me, that's probably what kept me going this whole time and uh, still does to today. So then tell us you 
the recruiting process starts, right? Yeah. So all of a sudden you want to quit. Yeah. Then you realize, okay, there's something going on here. But it's a whole nother mindset because a yeah. lot of individuals, they don't realize what a student athlete goes through. Yes, so right. then tell us a little bit about that recruiting process. How did you wind up at Arkansas? That's SEC uh, football. It doesn't get any bigger than that. No. Nah. So uh, actually I committed to Arkansas on like an unofficial visit. It was Brad Beatleman's <laughs> first year there. I went down there, new facilities, uh, fell in love with the coaches. I ended up committing. But leading up into that, uh, I'm from Missouri, so everybody loves Mizzou. So I thought, you know, Mizzou actually offered me kind of late, actually, but um, that was the offer I was looking for. But, like, what I told nobody— Because they developed defensive tackles and put them in the league. exactly. But I don't even think I've told—I think the only person I told is my mom, maybe my brother, but Mizzou wanted me to play O-line. Like, the coach at the time who was recruiting, uh, they just didn't think I was going to be able to play D-line. Like, I don't know if it was too slow or strength or whatever. So they wanted to recruit me to play offensive line. And I'm like, there's no way. Like, I'm not just about to change my position. Just, you know, to go into college, To it was just I didn't want to see myself going that way. So I parted ways with Mizzou. I had office like Wisconsin. Uh, I took a visit to K-State. Um, but, yeah, so to me it came down between Mizzou and Arkansas and uh, maybe Wisconsin. But, uh Arkansas wanted me for D-line. Um, I like the coaches and uh, got to Arkansas. So take me now to your senior season, because I think what people are going to realize, there's a there's little adversities that have built up over time, right? Yeah. So it's you want to quit. They tell you to play another position. Mm-hmm. Then at Arkansas, it really wasn't until your senior year from what yeah. you shared where you really you yeah. really got your shot. I mean, people were telling you, I don't know if this is going to work out for you. Yeah. What was it? Because I could feel that first time we ever talked, when you started, when you told me about your career at Arkansas, and then you went to that senior year, there was something that just flipped. Yeah. What was it that flipped for you that senior year? So for me, it was all about, it started mentally before anything. Before anything physical or the game of football, it started mentally. Like, um, football was like kind of my way out, in my opinion. You know, not saying that I wouldn't have tried to, you know, pursue other things, but that was what I enjoyed doing. That's how I wanted to feed my family. So. I almost went into like almost a depression like after my junior year. It was like I haven't played any meaningful snaps until now. You know, until my senior year. So it's like, all right, how am I gonna get to the NFL with one year left? So um I was like, something's gotta give. And it's I couldn't blame it on the coaches anymore. It actually obviously had to do with me. So I just changed my mentality, you know, I just uh started putting the blame on myself and uh, how I was approaching the game. Um I started envisioning what I wanted instead of what I, what I wasn't doing, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, like I told you, I was using the law of attraction. That was, uh, to see how that actually worked and then paying off where it is now is like, if anybody asked my advice, like, I would give them that advice. Like, everything is unfolding how I envisioned. And I'm, I'm not just blowing smoke, like, that's, that's the truth. Like, I envisioned it, I woke up every day, I saw it on the board, I practiced it, and it came to life, so. That's what changed for me mentally-wise. Now, here's another piece of adversity, right? And first off, I mean, your senior year, you showed out. Yeah. I mean, you put on a show. Yeah. I mean, you— And it you, had to be like that. Like, I, I didn't play, and it was the draft full of defensive linemen, as you know. Yep. Like, uh, we had first, second-round guys, a bunch of defensive linemen. So it was like I had to do something to separate some type of way. You know, then, of course, Arkansas, we weren't winning many games. So it was like, you know, that played a part in scouts coming into the school. And, you know, so— I had to do something that was like, all right, we got to take a look at this guy. 
And you had yeah. seven sacks? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Seven sacks. I mean, that's putting the world on notice to let <laughs> yeah, run. I mean, you're doing that in the middle in yeah. SEC football. That's making some serious noise. Yeah. So then you, you have the opportunity with the Minnesota Vikings. Mm-hmm. And here's what a lot of people don't understand. Everybody thinks making the 53 is special. I mean, mm-hmm. it takes a very unique individual to yeah. do that. And you did it. But what a lot of people don't understand when they turn on that TV is that only yeah. 46 are active. Exactly. Right? And so all of a sudden, Armand is going through the business side of the NFL where everything becomes a numbers game. Yeah. So it's almost like there's the world going, Armand, what's going to happen now? Here yeah. again, right? Because every single week, you're collecting that game check, but you're not getting yeah. to put on the uniform. Yeah. And that's really when we had the opportunity to connect. And it's one of the things where I really admired as you were talking about visualization. You were talking about seeing again. You were talking about those snaps. And then your opportunity came, and you owned it. Yeah. And I remember watching watching you get that. I think it was the first sack was technically a half a sack. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, just right. to watch you just get after it, right, mm-hmm. and to own that opportunity, how much of this relentless, because that's really what I consider it, relentless. Because mm-hmm. if you look at all these stories you've just told, first you wanted to quit in high school, right, then colleges want to flip your position, mm-hmm. then you really don't get the chance in college, but you've remained relentless. So what has caused you to just stay relentless in that pursuit of the attack in the game of football? Uh, I think for me, it was like, I want to control my destiny. Like, for me, it's about proving myself right, that I can do it. You know, uh, like you said, like, I've been here with adversity my whole athletic career when it came to football. So it was like, whenever somebody told me no, I found a way to prove them, you know, wrong. I wasn't, you know, grinding to prove them wrong, but just prove myself right. You know, and uh, I don't know, man, just like, a, like you say, relentless. Like, it's internal. Like, even in uh, Minnesota camp, like, I wasn't standing out during camp. You know, I battled adversity. Guys were moving up and down depth chart. So I think the hardest point in my career was trying to make that 53-man roster. And then, because it's so easy, once you start struggling, it's so easy for everything to just go down here. But it's like, all right, it's either you get it together, or it's like, it's no 53 man, no NFL, no nothing. Like, just because you make it in the sixth, seventh round, there's no guarantees for nothing. Yeah. Like, you see six, seven, six, seventh round guys in the XFL. Who you may see not, third, fourth yeah. round guys that don't make it. Yeah, so it's like, all right, you gotta, you gotta start doing what got you here. And that was the mental part of it. So I got back to the mental part of it, start writing down goals. Looked at it every day, started tuning in on the little things, on me, not what the coaches were saying I was doing, not comparing myself to other players, if they were moving up the depth chart or what they were doing better than me, but it started with me. And uh, you see where it got me to the 53-man <laughs> roster. They had to make a decision. Uh, they kept me. And uh, like you said, I didn't play until so like my sixth, seventh game. Uh, a guy got hurt. Uh, my number got called, and I made the best of it. So. It's crazy how it all play out, you know. It's always, you know, I'm getting that opportunity and I'm making the best of it. And that's really what it's all about. So staying relentless, having that burn that fuels you to not pay attention to the adversity. And I love what you're saying. It all really does come down to us. Because we can always say, oh, the world is against me or these coaches are against me or this organization or Arkansas coaches were against me. But at the end of the day, it's probably something with us. I think it's unique to hear you say that. I hear you talk about family a lot. Mm-hmm. So how important is it, like, family to you? How When you think of that burn, you know, how often? Because St. Louis guys, you know how it is. It's, yeah. You know, St. Louis is a special thing. Family is a very important thing in this town. So tell me a little bit about the burn and family and fighting to give everything you can for the people that matter so much to you. 
The, for me, family is everything. <laughs> like, I got it tat tattooed on me, family first. Uh, I was raised in a household full of women. Uh, my dad went away at a young age. I always have a relationship with my dad. We still do. But, um, yeah, it's like, like I told you, I was the man of the house. I had so many people looking up to me. And then being in the position I was, the uh, only D1 athlete, it was like, you know, a lot of people looked up to me. And that's kind of what drives me. But uh, I was always scared to fail for my family. It was like, because if I failed, it was like, you know, I almost felt like I was their last defensive mm. hope, you know? So it was like, uh, family, everything, you know? Um, they look up to me. I look up to them because they keep me um, support. I get all the support from them. No matter, even when I wasn't playing, like my aunt, my grandma, they would drive down the game to see me at Arkansas, and I'm just standing on the sideline. <laughs> so it's like they always been. That's in my love. Corner. That's yeah. love and support. Like, they always been in my corner. Even my brother, you know, he always uh, had uh, support for me. So, you know, I feel like I owe them just as much, you know. So, uh, like you say, family's everything. Of course, now I got a daughter. You know, she looked up to me. <laughs> just being able to provide for her on this scale that I'm doing now, that's what keep me going. So, uh, like you say, family, everything. It's like, that's what keep me going. So year two's coming. Yeah. <laughs> so you got this internal burn for you to want to be your best. You got family. What are we going to see from you in year two? What are you most excited about? I'm I'm excited to show, like, my up skill, you know. People only got a snippet of it. Like, a lot of people, like you say, I only played, what, six, seven games and produced how I did. So it's obvious that there's a lot of expectations coming back, but... uh I would say, you know, just more relentless, you know. Uh, just imagine what I did in the half season, what I could do in the whole season with that mentality, you know. So uh, it's going to be special. Well, I look forward to getting up there for a yeah. game. You know I'm in your corner, oh, St. Yeah. Louis. We always got to stay together. So appreciate it, Armand. And that does it for this week's episode of The Burn. If you want to catch the YouTube version of our show, make sure that you head over to YouTube and search Ben Newman, The Burn.